a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We've been breaking down through the course of the day today uh, the floundering Build Back Better Act in the United States Senate. The president's agenda uh, is coming up. Uh, and coming up short uh, in terms of the votes required to actually get that passed. Uh, Chuck Schumer, as recently as Monday, uh, said he still believed they would get that wrapped up and onto the president's desk before the Christmas holiday. Uh, and that's clearly unraveling. And we've spent a lot of time talking about Joe Manchin and uh, what that means to him and what he would and would not do in order to support his political party. Uh, I want to get into a couple of components to this because, again, the headlines uh, are really centered in the politics of it, uh, and we want to go beyond that. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So as we look at all of this, uh, you could say the, the, the machinations, like Joe Manchin nations, uh, of what's going on in our nation's capital, uh, there's just a lot of questions around that. Uh, in terms of what it is and what it means. And we're going to look at a a couple of components because, again, it's easy to get lost in the headlines of all of this. Uh, The president clearly made a pivot yesterday in his remarks in in terms of his belief of what can or can't be done. Uh, And, of course, the question is why it should or should not be done uh, also matters. It was interesting. uh, I want to start with a a quick clip from uh, Senator Ben Sass. Uh, from Nebraska uh, news conference today uh, with fellow Republicans. Uh, this took place yesterday, excuse me. Uh, and as they went through the, some of the Build Back Better pieces, uh, one of the elements, of course, has to do with child care. And there is a provision within the Build Back Better bill uh, that would cause significant problems, even bankrupt religious daycare centers, uh, and would actually raise prices on almost everybody's child care rather than providing the relief that uh, they claim to be doing in the bill. Take a listen to Senator Ben Sass. 53% of American families who use institutional child care use religious child care. There are a lot of problems in America. Joe Biden ran to tackle a whole bunch of problems. Religious daycare wasn't one of the problems that the American people were saying, dang it, top 10 list of American problems. Let's make sure we bankrupt all religious daycare. Just breathtakingly stupid. When I listen to Nebraska families, and again, there will be people across the political continuum from right to center right to center left to left that will think the government should fund more or less of these things. I've never once heard a Nebraska family say, the thing I really want is to make sure that religious daycare is made bankrupt. 
could you please send people to Washington and bankrupt religious daycare? And I'd be really surprised if the voters and citizens of Nevada or Arizona or West Virginia or New Hampshire said, you know what I want my senator to do? Go to D.C. and bankrupt religious daycare. But at a basic policy level, the vast majority of the American people aren't paying attention to the entrails of this bill. And hopefully it's up to you all to make sure they see into the underbelly of this bill. Because I don't think there is any outcry in any of our states for Washington to, on Christmas Eve, come in and say, we'd like to take away your religious daycare because this bill does that. So really interesting components to that. Uh, Obviously, uh, a large number of Americans uh, rely on daycare, and much of it is from uh, or connected to religious organizations or institutions. Uh, And so there's two things that happen with that. Uh, If government does do that, it will actually increase the cost of daycare because there will be fewer uh, daycare slots available. And we all know that when something is scarce, the price tends to go up. And if the slots are scarce for uh, parents to have children in daycare, they're they're going to pay more. Uh, and so it's one of those things that if we really get under the hood of some of these bills, uh, there's so much more to it that we have to to really think about and think through. And it is one of the things that we have actually praised Senator Manchin for, that he has been so consistent in all of this. He has told Democrats and Republicans alike, this is who I am. This is what I believe. These are the questions I'm going to ask. And he has not wavered from that, regardless of pressure from his party and others. Uh, I want to go back for just a second. If you missed this earlier in the show, uh, Inside Sources spoke with Henry Olson from The Washington Post, and he articulated this very well in terms of just how consistent Senator Joe Manchin has been with his concerns, what he is willing to do and what he's not willing to do. They keep expecting that he's going to knuckle under and basically uh, do a favor for the party or do a solid for the party, as they said. And Manchin has been saying all year he's not going to do that. And in fact, he brought that up. People mentioned that in one of the interviews that he's done. And he said, look, this isn't the best job that I've ever had. I'm not going to sell my soul over it. And if they want me to lead the Democratic caucus, I guess I'll have to follow their wishes. He's clearly signaling that he's not going to simply go along and get along with his party majority. And he's now been fighting increasingly publicly for over a year. And at some point, you'd think people would get the message and take him seriously. So I love the fact that Joe Manchin said, look, this is not the best job I'm ever going to have. (laughs) And I'm not willing to sell my soul for the political party just because they asked. I'm not going to just do them a solid because they're the party. Uh, This is a a really important thing. And uh, it reminds me, uh, of how often members of Congress do are not really uh, the epitome of profiles in courage. And we often lack a lot of courage and leadership in Washington. And, and just watching Joe Manchin uh, deal with all of this pressure, I'm reminded uh, and referenced this earlier in the show of the very well-known scene from A Man from All Seasons where Sir Thomas More delivers, I think, one of the most powerful and poignant lines of all time. Uh, Sir Thomas More had been betrayed, of course, by the aptly named Richard Rich, uh, who, after falsely testifying against Sir Thomas More, was rewarded by being made attorney general for Wales. So Richard Rich sells out his soul to become the attorney general 
for Wales. And I love this line from Sir Thomas More in confronting Richard Rich as to why uh, he would accuse him falsely. Why, Richard, it profits a man nothing to give his soul for the whole world, but for Wales. <laughs> it does you no good to sell your soul for the whole world, but for Wales? <laughs> you do that for Wales? And Joe Manchin is saying... Look, this is not the most important job in the world, and I will have others. I'm not going to sell my soul for the Democratic Party or Build Back Better or the filibuster or anything else. Uh, We need more of that kind of political courage uh, in our nation's capital. And I salute Joe Manchin in a Sir Thomas More kind of way of asking his colleagues, you're asking me to sell my soul for this? With Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, You need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.